Hello again. Good news. It is so good to be back with you all. And I want to start today with an important announcement. Normally, this is the part of the broadcast where I usually share a link here and a link there and a link everywhere. But we have consolidated our media to where now you can get all things GNC on our website. So in the youth page of our website, you will find our Anchor FM feed with all the shows that we've done in the past. You will find our YouTube channel with all of the videos that I've uploaded for you all. So if you ever want to go back and catch up, you can do so right here at gncvictoria.com slash youth. And so I am excited that we have our resources there. And I'm also glad that we are able to share today week two of our camp checklist series. As you know, we're getting ready to go to camp not too far away. We've only got about a week and a half left before we find ourselves at Discovery Camp. And today we're going to be talking about flashlights. Now, those of you who have been, you know exactly how this feels. You've been partying all day, and in the middle of the night, you realize, man, I probably shouldn't have had that fourth bottle of water or that third Dr. Pepper or that giant slushy or whatever it is that you ordered, and the body does what the body does best, and now you need, in the middle of the night, to go to the restroom. Unfortunately, it is really quiet, and you don't want to wake anyone up, and so you kind of ease out of your bunk, and you grab your handy-dandy, trusty-dusty flashlight, and you just kind of shield it with your hand to make sure that you're not shining it at anyone's eyes, and you make your way to the restroom because it would be very dark without a flashlight. And maybe some of you at home have tried to do this in the middle of the night and you're like, okay, I've lived here my whole life. I know exactly where the table is, where the chair is. This is my safety zone. Or maybe somebody moved some furniture or left some toys out and you find out that someone has invaded your safety zone. And that is why we need flashlights because if you don't have light, you're just walking around in the dark. And I'll say that one more time so that you can really get a hold of it. If you don't have light, you're just walking around in the dark. So I want to go ahead and look at three scriptures today. And the first scripture we're going to look at is Psalms 119, verse 105. And Psalms 119 and verse 105 is kind of where we're going to base today's message off of. And it reads like this in the New International Version your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Some versions say, and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp for my feet. Now, back in David's day, obviously, they didn't have LEDs or OLEDs or any light-emitting diodes, which is what LED stands for. You learn something new every day. David didn't have LED flashlights. He didn't have a thousand lumens or studio lights or spotlights or strobe lights or any kind of lights. They just had lamps. They made light with fire. Now, it's very dangerous to do that these days. But thankfully, we have modern technology and we're able to illuminate our path. And that's kind of where we get that word lumens. That's how you measure the brightness of a flashlight. A lot of flashlights these days have like multiple settings where you can change the brightness and it says, you know, maximum 250 lumens or 500 lumens or a thousand lumens. And it depends on the brightness. So today we're looking at the word of God as a lamp 
to our feet, or more appropriately in our time, a light on our path. Now, the other day, uh, my dad and I, we were outside and we were trying to figure out something that was going on, but it was a little darker than usual. The sun was going down. And so in order to see correctly, we had to grab a couple of flashlights because we needed to illuminate what was ahead of us. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Our camp checklist, flashlights. See, the thing about what's ahead of us when it's dark, it's mysterious. And mystery, even though sometimes it's exciting and it can have this sense of adventure, mystery is inherently dangerous because we don't know what is ahead of us. Many times when people are asked, well, what's your greatest fear? A lot of people will respond to that question, the future or death. And why is that? Because the future and exactly what it looks like or feels like after death are completely unknown. And so a lot of people will tell you that mankind's greatest fear is the unknown. Because we love being in control. We love having certainty. We love knowing exactly what's going to happen. And that's why many times graduations or major life changes can be so scary. We're celebrating and we're excited. But then we have to answer this question, what comes next? And the only way to figure out what comes next is to illuminate that path. Whenever someone receives an inspiration or an enlightenment, I think back to a cartoon villain with a silly voice, and whenever he gets an idea, he always says this, light bulb, because he is illuminating the future. In fact, the animation studio that he comes from is called Illumination Entertainment. So when we talk about a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, we are lighting up the future, what we should do next. And so how are we supposed to figure that out? Well, we're going to go to another scripture here, and it's Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21. Also in the New International Version, I'll actually read you a couple different versions of this scripture. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21. And the NIV reads as follows. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. In the English Standard Version, it says, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Or if you want to go all the way back to the King James Version. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, when you turn to the left. Now, for those of you who know me, I'm a big science fiction fan, and part of that uh, fandom includes a little obscure, you've probably never heard of it, a little series called uh, Star Wars, and they have some movies, some video games, some different things like that. And one of the shows that they came out with deals with a warrior, and he's on this quest, and whenever he's like reaffirming himself and reminding himself, this is what I gotta do, this is, this is the way. And so that was kind of a cultural phenomenon a few years ago. And a lot of baby Yoda dolls and different things going around. People like, oh, wow, this is a cool new series. And whenever he needed to reassure himself that this was the thing that he needed to do, he always came back to that. This is the way. Not even knowing probably that it's biblical here. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. 
when you turn to the right or turn to the left. And so we're referencing here being led by the Spirit of God to make these decisions. Just like you're trying to creep your way to the restroom in the dark, hoping that you don't bang into a table with your shin or smash your pinky toe against the leg of a chair, you need to illuminate your path. And many of us, especially at your age group, going from elementary to junior high, junior high to high school, high school to life, you're asking yourself, what is the way? What am I going to do? How are things going to change? I'm walking into darkness, into mystery, into a pathway that hasn't yet been illuminated. Which way do I go? And the only way to figure that out is through the Word of God. So Isaiah the prophet here is speaking about being led by the Spirit of God. And so you think, well, we're talking flashlights. What does that have to do with hearing? How am I supposed to hear this is the way? How am I supposed to know that this is illuminating my path? And that brings us to our third scripture for today, and that's Romans 10 and verse 17. Romans 10 and verse 17, and I'm going to read this in the ESV version, the English Standard. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. The King James says, Then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so we're talking about flashlights, illuminating a path, showing us the way to go. And how do we know? Well, we know because we can hear that this is the way to go, according to Isaiah. And how do we hear that this is the way to go? By faith. And Romans 10, 17 says the only way we're going to build that faith is by hearing the word of God. And that's how we can illuminate our path, just like we read in Psalms. Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And that word, if we keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, builds our faith. And that faith will help us take that next step. Because unfortunately, that's how faith works. It would be so great if you were born and it's a boy or it's a girl. And then the doctor's like, oh, wait, what's this? Oh, it came with instructions. And it would be really cool if we could just walk around with like the map app running in our heads. And it's like in 300 feet, turn left. Sorry, it's mirrored. So that I think that would be my right, your left. I'm not sure how the camera flips things. But it would be so easy if everything we did was mapped out for us. But that wouldn't require any faith. Faith, according to Hebrews 11, is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So if we already see it, there is no faith. If we can't see it, it requires faith. It's like me saying, well... I believe that I have this LED light remote control in my hands. That doesn't require faith. It's already here. But if I were to say, you know what, I'm going to go looking, and I believe that I'm going to find that remote. I'm going to have faith until I have what I'm believing for. So when it comes to the Word of God, many people think, well, I don't know what's coming next. I must not have enough faith for God to show me the rest of my life. God, who am I going to marry? God, where am I going to work at? God, where am I going to serve in the body of Christ for the rest of my life? That can be a scary question because darkness is mystery and mystery is inherently dangerous. But when we put our trust in God, we don't have to be afraid of the future because his word is a lamp to our feet. See, back in David's day, those little lamps they had, it wouldn't spotlight or floodlight an entire area 
they really could only see where the light was. See where we're going with this? They could only see where the light would illuminate. So as they were traveling, if it wasn't a full moon, they had to walk by faith. Thy word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. And the path that God has laid out for us is usually one step at a time. It would be great if we had instructions and a roadmap for the rest of our lives, but that wouldn't require any faith. You don't need a flashlight in the daytime because you can see all the way where you're going. We need God's word as a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. We need to hear God's word to build our faith to take that next step because sometimes even that one step is scary. Well, God, I feel like you're, you're leading me to end this friendship or relationship because they're taking me down the wrong path. And your word backs that up because they're not displaying characteristics that I see I should develop. They're not leading me and guiding me into truth like your Holy Spirit is. I don't have peace when I'm around this person. And that next step is scary. God, I feel like you're calling me to this school or this college or this career, but I'm not sure how that's going to work out. And that scares me. But there's a lot of comfort in hearing God through the Holy Spirit, backing you up, saying this is the way. Walk in it when you turn to the right or to the left. And the only way that you get there, it doesn't say that when you turn to the right or to the left, you're going to move, and then God says, okay, yeah, fine, I'll back you up. The word being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path does not follow us. We have to follow the word. It's not some magical light that follows you like a video game where you're exploring and there's like a little bit of illumination and the more of the map that you cover in the video game, the more it gets lit up and then you're like, oh, I've been to this location. Oh, I've, I've visited this checkpoint or this camp. That's not how our life works. We have to follow the light. In ancient Israel, when the nation of Israel was led out of captivity, they were slaves in Egypt, and God doesn't support slavery, and he doesn't endorse the dehumanization of people. God loves all people the same. And he brought his people out of Egypt, and the only way that they were getting directions were by following a pillar of cloud during the day, almost like this giant tornado, and a pillar of fire by night. They had to follow the light. And we have to follow the light. And where are we going to find that light? The Bible tells us in Psalms 119, 105, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light to my path. And how are we going to know whether to go to the right, to the left, which is the way? What's the way? This is the way. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that word, that lamp, that light, we have to continually hear it and hear it and hear it, and it will illuminate the next step. And I know it's frustrating. I know it's hard when you want to know the whole thing. God, tell me now. Where's my happily ever after? But most of the time, what the lamp, the light, the Lord reveals is the next step. And if we can trust God with that one step, he'll show us another. And if we can trust God with that one step, he'll show us another. And if he can trust us with those steps, maybe we get a little bit more. But we have to be willing to follow the lead, the Lord, the lamp to our feet, and the light to our path. Just like at camp when you go looking for your flashlight so you can make your way to the restroom, 
Just like when you're at home and you're like, oh, I hope I don't run into anything. I hope, oh goodness, I hope nobody left Legos on the floor. Because when you step on a Lego, oh my goodness, that's, that's the worst. But we have to be able to trust God and not demand that he illuminate the whole rest of the journey. Because that wouldn't require faith. In order to believe in him, we have to trust him one step at a time. But I'm thankful for his word. I'm thankful that it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We don't have to go stumbling around in the dark, not knowing what we're supposed to do. He shows us what to do one step at a time. And so that's week two for our camp checklist. Again, if you want to go back and watch week one or listen, you can go to gncvictoria.com youth. We've got our anchor feed there. We've got the option to watch on Spotify, should you so choose. And go ahead and share this with a friend. Many of you are bringing friends to camp. I want them to be ready, ready to receive, ready to entrust God with their life and say, God, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen after camp, but I'm willing to trust you with that next step because your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And as always, guys, remember that I love you. And God loves you, and I'm praying for you, and he is always watching over you and lighting your path for that next step. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.